Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I think we all know that the image of masculinity has changed over the years. But seriously, you telling me guys don't know what a cow looks like? We always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. Stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. All right. Thank you, Max, very much. So uh, this is going to be a little bit all over the place. I want to talk about the changing image of men. And I do not want to get really, really heavy with it because it just wears me out. I want to keep it light and yet still point out that times are changing. And I don't know if it's always in the most appealing way is the only way I can put it. I'll start off by talking about a recent interview I read with the great actor, British actor, Michael Caine. He he was uh, in Alfie many years ago. He's been in so many comedies over the years. He's been in Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Prolific. Yeah. That's exactly right. You would, you would know all of the films that he's been in. Inception. Oh, I love Michael Caine in Inception. Yeah. He's so charming too. And so he just turned 90 years old and he was interviewed about some movie that's coming out that he did. He said, yeah, I'm still working. You know, I don't do the romantic leads anymore, but uh, I still am getting work. And the interviewer was saying, well, how has Hollywood changed over the years? And he said, well, there are some things that are just very um, curious and there are others that are disturbing. He said, when I've he said, I've done many love scenes in movies. And here's what we would do. Uh, obviously, I knew the actress. They would show us where the setup was on a couch, in a car, in a bed, wherever it may be. We would be told by the director, this is what is expected. And we get on with it and we do it. And that's the end of it. Now, of course, they have intimacy coaches who are within a few feet of whatever is going on in bed. And they're just watching, making sure that uh, the actor because it's usually a man, uh, is not doing anything in the scene that is inappropriate or that would make the woman feel uncomfortable. And I guess it could go the other way, too. It, it could go the other way, too. If uh, if Lamar and I were uh, in, a, in a romantic scene, God knows what these women would be trying with us, Lamar. Am I right? I mean, I just, I would, I would need our Speaking coaching. as a woman, can I really yes. be trusted in that environment? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um he was he was just saying, I understand, I understand, but it just seems like it was never a problem with me. 
I never had anybody complain about me like that. It just seems, it just seems odd. And then he said something that uh, jumped out at me. He said, if, I, if I'm at a Hollywood party, if I'm on the set, if I'm in my own home and a woman comes in who uh, I know, I can't say, it's good to see you, dear. How are you, dear? How's it going, dear? Which sounds very British. But I use that term. And I use it very sparingly. For instance, a very good friend of mine lives three doors down from me. We've known each other since we were teenagers. I've known his wife since we were in our 20s. And if they come over for dinner, and I haven't seen her or him um, in you know two or three weeks, I'll come in and everybody gives everybody a hug. And I'll say, how are you, dear? He is worried about using the word dear in Hollywood. Can I, so can I say, Bob, um, it's very different to use that word in a personal setting. When you refer to your friend's wife who you've known forever as dear, that's a very different thing than in a work setting. You can call me dear. Lamar can call me dear. But if a middle manager calls me dear, no bueno. Right. I so totally it's the, get it. It's the context. Like you are allowed yeah. to call Kathy dear. You're allowed to call me dear. You're allowed to call Heather dear because we our relationships transcend the workplace. But don't you even think about using that in a professional setting. Is that is that like is that difficult for you to accept? Absolutely or? not. And I yeah, never see, that I would never cross exactly. my mind. I, I, we, when we had everybody over at my house, almost everybody uh, a couple of weeks ago for a meeting, um, I remember I said, uh, Heather, it's so great to see you, dear, because I had not seen her face to face in weeks. Um, We're a once family, I read though. that article, it's, it's different. Yeah. Once I read that article, I went, hmm, I wonder if that was uh, inappropriate. So I'm glad to hear like, you include like, her in there. Sometimes you'll go, you'll say to me, I'm so glad you were able to get down here, my dear. Or sometimes you'll say to me, why are you such an evil bitch? And I always know it's meant with love yes. because we're family. Both ways. Of course it was. Of Hang on. We'll be right was. back with more of the podcast. We are so excited about Bob and Sherry Premium. Well-marbled, juicy, and always fresh with loads of behind-the-scenes photos and videos, exclusive content including our classic chat room calls and our best of CDs. And best of all, it's just $4.99 a month. BobandSherry.com slash premium. We're talking about how men, uh, their image has changed, and sometimes in subtle ways. We were just discussing whether or not you should use the term dear, uh, which I've just used for years and years and years. I think as I got older, I, I don't think I would have used that term. And, and Max and Lamar jump in. I don't think I would have used that term dear uh, if I were in my 20s. And no, but I also have spent my entire adult working life with you, and I've never seen you speak to anyone that way that wasn't you know that you didn't have a close personal friendship or relationship with right i never right. like when when you know we were at the uh place that shall not be named mordor mm -hmm. um there were a lot of there were always tons and tons and tons of uh much younger women cruising around in internships or whatever and you were always absolutely 100 percent professional respectful and appropriate so Thank you. you that that's not anything 
that's not anything you would do or would have ever done under any circumstances. You've always been super conscious of that. I got yeah. a question for Max yeah. on this. Max, yeah. would you use the word deer is not in my lexicon. What about yours? Not mine. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think I, it's just a different, I don't know. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. now I refer a to thing. It, yeah, I it think might it be is. a Connecticut thing. Yeah, I think you may be right, Sherry. I refer to every female person that I talk to as ma'am. I just say ma'am. I, I, I say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am. When I, when I answer, that's my husband. That's my I, I husband. say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am. I mean, I don't care if you're 60 or if you're 16. I don't care what you are. I say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. I just that's see, a southern that, thing. Yeah, it's got to be a something thing, but it is. do some women do some women dislike that because let's say they're 30 years old and they still think of themselves, you know, that's not old. They still think of themselves as 22 and all of a sudden they get hit with a man. I, which I don't think I, to not, some ears uh, sounds matronly. Jared, this this has never happened to me, but when Jared was up in New York doing his rotations for medical school, he had to go to this office to talk to this person. And she, you know, she was being pretty gruff or whatever. And he says, oh, and he said, well, thank you, ma'am. And she goes, what did you say? He, he said, I, I said, thank you, ma'am. I'm not a ma'am. He said, I apologize. He said, I, where I come from, it's a sign of respect for anybody. Yeah. And I apologize. Yeah. But I've never had that happen to me. Yeah. Nobody's ever questioned I, I've, that. I've seen women jump on that before. That's yeah. why I bring yeah. it up. Yeah. 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 My... my- my husband, it is ma'am and sir. I mean, he'll like, you know, we'll, we'll be picking up the car from getting the tires rotated. And he'll be like, thank yep. you, sir. Have a good one. Yep. I mean, I think it's yep. just a Southern mannerly thing. It's just, yeah. okay. I want to, I want to move along now to the second part of talking about changes with uh, male image. I like the product Subaru. I th- I've had one years ago and it was a terrific car, really terrific car. I like, I, I, I hope it's true. They seem to be involved with environmental causes a little bit. Um, and their ads were always respectful. They have carved Subaru. I read an article about this somewhere. Subaru has carved a niche for themselves and it's kind of the sporty outdoor people. Now, whether or not you're the biggest sporty thing you're doing with your Subaru outback is going over a speed bump at the at the parking lot i don't know but their commercials reflect a lot of outdoor living and i like that however there's one that's running right now and i kind of liked it until the end and sherry we were talking about this earlier sherry knows the spot so the spot and probably many of you listening right now know the spot the spot is a young woman very outdoorsy looking woman and uh a guy who evidently has recently become her boyfriend. At least that's the implication in the spot. And they are outdoor. They have taken their Subaru out back up into a rock climbing area. And the first shot, as I recall, is he is standing over this, uh, this drop off of a mountainside that's got to be 800 feet. And he says, that's a long way. And she says, yes, it is. And then the next shot, she is down below where they're going to go. And she is, uh, if you've ever done any rock climbing, she's the anchor. And she's the one that's going to shout up to him to come down. And you shout up by saying, on bolet. 
which means I'm ready. I'm holding it. The chalks that hold the rope have been placed. You just need to lower yourself. I got you. And uh, he goes, really now? And she says something like, and she, she, you can, you can see she's a little bit mildly exasperated with him. Goes, she says, anytime now. And then there's the next shot where they're on a cliff again and there's water down below and she jumps right in and he's very tentative, but he goes in, he wants to do, he wants to do the thing. So I'm okay with that. Right, right up till there. Um, mountain climbing is a scary thing and it's not just for men, it's for women too. And he's never done it before. So it's kind of cute and I, and I sort of like it. And then it's the final shot and they're back in the Subaru and they're going through a Western landscape that looks like the area between Grand Junction, Colorado and Jackson Hole, Colorado. Very rural, mountains, Wyoming. it's beautiful. And on the side of the road, as they approach, you see three cows. And the guy says, is that a buffalo? And she goes, that's a cow. So it, it goes just like this. Is that a buffalo? Pause. That's a cow. So she's patting him on the head a little bit. I'm even sort of okay with that, except... If you don't know what a fucking cow looks like, you are so stupid. She should slam it's on the brakes and put him out. I, here's, get out. Get here's out. The thing. It's the too much. Too you much. can't do I'm that so, to us as men. We know what a buffalo looks like. You got a yes. nickel? I, I'm so with you. It would have been different if he would have said, look at the deer. And she would have said, that's an elk. Because right. I found that a, yes. that a lot of your... A lot of your city folk don't know the difference between an elk, a deer, and a caribou. So that right. the, the first time I saw that commercial, I was like, sis, I'm okay with the fact that he's never like put on sneakers and left the house. But right. he's never played old McDonald at a farm E-I-E-I-O. With a moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. I mean. Come on. I know, you know, if it was an elk as opposed to uh, a deer, okay. Um, yeah. But that's that's not as funny. I will admit, I'll give this to the copywriters. I will admit this dumb shit not knowing um, a buffalo from a cow is a funnier line, but it is also really a symptom of, you know, a little bit of disrespect for the male gender. If you not watch commercials, there's no such thing as a smart guy in a commercial. Competent man. That's there's no what competent. I'm... It's right. like this, the one of the fast food things that had that without us, men would not survive. And it shows a guy getting out of bed. He can't even make a pot of coffee. He can't survive without just certain convenience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. without just certain yeah. fast food store. I'm like, you're making yeah. us look like idiots. Yeah. Are. Are. Some are. And yeah. some are, but on the, and I, I know on, this, you know, l let me get out in front of this for any feminist who's listening. I know this is an answer to a, from millennium, uh, males being placed, uh, in situations. Systemic misogyny and sexual oppression. 
But here's the thing. Correct. Especially in advertising. I mean, we've made fun of those ads out of the 1950s where a woman is a rug and he's got his 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 foot on her head or something like that. That's horrifying. But, you know, there are a lot of commercials, too. Like, there's one that I really love because the little girl in it is adorable. She's with her dad, and she's gotten all dirty, and she's messed up her favorite uh, superhero outfit. Yep. He takes the clothes, he washes it with the tide, and the last shot is her, you know, with the wind blowing her cape back, holding her fist out like she's Superman. I mean, there's a brother who can get some stains out of something, okay? Like, that's a a competent loving, hands-on dad. So it's weird because on the one hand, Madison Avenue is giving us, here's a competent, loving, hands-on dad that knows how to get chocolate stains out of a t-shirt. Right. Here's a guy that doesn't know what a cow is. (laughs) Like, it's so extreme. (laughs) I know. I I just, I agree with Lamar that more and more you you see guys, um, not only in commercials, but in some TV shows, that uh, can, can they even yeah. go to the bathroom by themselves? You know. I listen. I'm a woman, and I find that like mm, it because what it ends up doing. The Subaru commercial is a great example. There, there was an older Subaru commercial where the dad, um, I can't even like I'll fall to pieces. His little girl is growing up, and he oh, goes yeah. through the bringing her home from the hospital. Then she's broken her leg playing soccer. Yeah. Now she's going to prom. And the last part of the commercial is she's taken the Subaru off to college. That yeah. that is a that is a representation of a man as a partner and provider and father Everything. and yeah. all of the things you could aspire to be. Right. Great example. Yeah. Great um, example. So so the Subaru commercial that you're talking about it does make me laugh and I love I love the part of it where that's her world and he wants he wants to. Be he's in the world, even, even though, yeah, he's yeah. completely unfamiliar with it and all. I can't believe it made it to the screen because I feel like the at the ad agency or the copywriters or whatever for Subaru, I feel like they really fumbled that ball because, because of the ending, because of because uh, of the, the ending cow thing. Yeah. See, here's another thing they could have done. Um, they're driving through the West, um, a prairie dog, and he thinks it's a beaver. I would buy that. A city person doesn't know the difference between a prairie dog and a beaver necessarily, right? That would have antel- that would have been a good call. Yeah. An yeah. antelope and a deer. I would I would buy that all day long. It's just you can't be born in the United States of America and go through our school system, public or private, and not be confronted at some point with a cartoon illustration of, say it with me, a cow. A cow. He's never eat Chick-fil-A. Come on. <laughs> Never seen a cow. Chick-fil-A. I sit the down problem- and read to my granddaughter. I can remember doing this about a month or so ago. And it was one of her new books. And it was all about a visit to the farm. And I pointed. Now, she is a year and three quarters. You know, she's not quite two. I say, and, and this was, she was a year and a half old. I said, what's this? A cow. <laughs> exactly. She's a, a year cow? and a half. She's still going in her pants. And this guy can't tell that that's, that's not a. One of my favorite children's books is for actual literal babies by Sandra Boynton. It's called Moo Ba La La La. The first thing we teach our children is what a 
fucking cow is, Bob. I am so on your side with this. I have your back 100%. Thank you. I figured you were going to. Um, but it, it just it just worries me a little bit. It could be just the progression of time, how uh, I think men, not all, but I think most men, and I think the men that are engaged in this show, um, have respect for women. You know, we don't have a problem with with changing uh, mores. But when you get to a certain point where it seems ridiculous, it it just seems like overkill on the male gender. The the problem is, is like an advertisement like that, um, then it becomes the larger. And believe me, I've seen this about this commercial and social. The larger conversation becomes women just want to emasculate us. Excuse me, I'm a woman. I didn't write that commercial. I also think it's stupid. Who doesn't know what a cow is? Okay, yeah, like right, right. You know, like I'm over here going. I love the game commercial where the the guy is like smelling his laundry and jumping up and down, and the Tide commercial with the superhero dad. Like, there's some really powerful messaging that happens in advertising. In some ways, the messaging we get in advertising shapes our beliefs more than the programming oh, that the yes. advertising interrupts. Right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one commercial that if you just told somebody what it was, they would say that isn't, that is so insulting to men. It's again, I think it's a gain. It's one of the uh, detergents or fabric softeners. And there's an African American woman and she's uh, in line and she starts to smell the gain and she's just smelling. Oh, it smells so good. And the, the voiceover guy says, say hello to your fairy godmother and she opens her eyes and it's this guy who's stocking shelves right it's the, this non-sexy guy and her eyes go mm. and it's just funny it's just funny There's, even though he's he's the fairy godmother it just works because she's so surprised well, and it's because, you know, there's no such thing, right? And she's in the in the dry in the laundry product aisle at the supermarket and she's so transported by the right. scent of gain, whatever, that you know, she fantasizes and this is the reality. It's very funny and nobody's I don't think anybody right. gets hurt on that yeah. one. Um, you know, I wouldn't I know it's um it's insulting to you as men to have it be suggested that Y'all could get to this point and not know what a cow is, but don't worry. There's so much like, there's so much activity afoot to ban contraception and whatnot. I'm sure you'll all be back in the catbird seat before too much longer. It's good to know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't sweat it's it. It's good to know. I wouldn't sweat it. <laughs> so all right. way back. <laughs> wait, wait. I wanna, I wanna flip it, and I wanna ask you all, since you're men, a question: Is there a commercial out there? that you look at and you feel, it makes you feel like really good about men. About men. Mm -hmm. Um, the one with the car you were describing of, uh, she gets the the old, the old car. I sort of like that. Um, I thought that was one of the most beautiful, like 30 second stories of fatherhood you could conjure. I really, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of another one off. It, that's awful. Off the top of my head. No, and I love commercials. I, I mean, I never fast forward. I love commercials. And I you love can't them think of up to a point. You can't think of anything where you've looked at it and went because I knew right off the top of my head. Oh, the Tide commercial, the Subaru commercial. I love those depictions of men. Those are fantasy men for me. 
dream Most boat. of the commercials right. I see these days are just people that have um, physical um, afflictions <laughs> that I've never heard of, and they're kayaking oh. and surfing. Oh, my God. They're having we, so oh, much oh, more real, fun than I am. Real, real quick. So there's a commercial for... Um, it's the little pill with a big story to tell. It's a diabetes medication. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's, it's this on every lady. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's this lady, and she's singing and dancing, and, and she looks so happy. And every time I see the commercial, I'm like, who are you? I love you. And you got your big break on this commercial, and you're loving life, and I'm so happy for you, and you're so pretty. It got my level of obsession with this woman. <laughs> I Googled it. She's a, she is a not famous to us, but in the world of show business, she is a famous, legendary vocal coach. And oh, she got right? cast, yes, and she Jardians. got cast in, Jardians, and she got cast in this commercial, and there's one point where the camera's following her around, and she puts on this really pretty yellow dress, and they're touching up oh, her I hair. Oh, I know the spot. Yeah, they're talking and, and to the her. Director, and he, the director gets thumbs up, and the photographer yeah. says, "Oh, that, you know, that was great." Everybody's yeah, yeah. celebrating this woman. Yeah, and, and you can read her lips, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you." And uh, so I'm reading about the real woman in this commercial, who I'm like so such a fan, and I thought, you know what, the people on that spot, the other singers and dancers, they knew who she was. They were thrilled to be working with her. The cast and crew, they knew who she was. That's interesting. And she carries, listen to me, you guys, listen. Watch, the next time, everybody listening to this, when you see this Jardians commercial, watch for what I'm about to say. What do you, why do you keep asking to listen? We're listening. We, we think we're sitting around No, no, no. Listen, pizza? listen, listen. Listen, <laughs> you know how you are. Listen, 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 listen. I want you to watch for this one detail. That woman, from the opening note till the last wide zoom out shot, carries herself like a queen she does yes yeah let's listen well, she's it, so has, good. it has to be said that she is not a tiny thing i mean that's why she's why does that have to be said um because it's the truth but what does it have to do with any of what i just said because ballerinas generally uh, are very slight of uh phys- have a slight physique She's not at playing a ballerina. They're just at some outdoor no, but there's fa- in pharmaceutical land. No, in pharmaceutical know. land, everybody's always happy and riding roller coasters or, or doing roller boogie <laughs> or going to I'd festivals like or eating ice I'd cream. like her very much. I'd like her I very much. Her. But I'm so sick of that ad. Whatever I'm watching, it's on every third ad. And I've got them figured out, too, the people with that ad, in sp- that specific ad. In in the first run, she's she's dance she's you know dancing with this guy and that guy and who does she dance with the postman right? Remember when she she she's going down the street and there's the postman, and she starts dancing with the postman and he's a real good little dancer, and then they do another version of it, and there that guy is again except he's not the postman, he's selling vegetables and fruits. But I know it's the same guy. It's um, there's a mythical, magical town that you can go to called Pharmatown. And in it, you can make a living running a shop that sells yarn but has no customers. And there's an ice cream place down the street that's spotless and you never have to wait in line. And then there's a town festival and my queen 
bursts into song. And it was just, I love her. I don't even know what A1C is, but I'm like, yes. <laughs> you get your A1C lowered, and I love her, and I love that yellow dress. It's really well produced. I mean, Y'all? anybody watching it knows, you know, it's just, it's fantasy is what it comes down to. The colors, the, the perfect blue sky, everybody's so nice. But there's something about it. It's like an acid trip. Oh, it's like the Stepford Wives. But just yeah. know... Just know the next time you watch her, you're looking at a legend that other legends bow before. Really? Who knew? She's got a heck of a voice. Who freaking knew? And she's, oh, I love her. Yeah. All right, that's it for the chat room. She's a good dancer, too. Yeah. I'm going to go find out what my A1C is so that I can pay my queen even more <laughs> respect the next time it comes on. I love you, Jardians. All right. The Bob and Sherry website is B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I. And I guess we just want to close by saying uh, we hope we haven't offended anyone in the what the hell is a cow community. We just <laughs> thought everybody knew. We'll see you next time on the Oddcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Oddcast, Talking Lamar and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.